Today on the Writer's Way podcast, I'm talking to soon-to-be-published author Cameron Wells. She's encouraging and motivating and inspiring, and I hope all of you aspiring children's authors take a lot away from this fun conversation. Please subscribe and review the Writer's Way podcast so that more aspiring authors get a chance to see it in their iTunes newsfeed. Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters. Hello, writers. Welcome back to the Writer's Way podcast. I am so excited today to introduce you to almost soon to be newly published author Cameron Wells. I love it. How are you? No, I'll be <sighs> so excited to have you here. Thank you for doing it for me. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. So let's start off with tell people a little bit about who you are, and then we will segue into how the book idea formed. We can do that. Okay. So I am Cameron Wells. Um, I am born and raised in Houston. I still reside here. Um, and I have two children, two littles. I feel like that's the next thing that comes when you ask about yourself and your, your parent, the children jump in there pretty, pretty priority. Um, there's still diapers involved. Yeah, still diapers. So I have a 15 month old daughter and a three and a half year old son. Mm -hmm. So I have littles. (laughs) Littles close together. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, uh, married. My husband's name is Adam, and uh, I I'm here. I, I have a huge family here. Yeah, one like one in every sector. <laughs> right? Pretty much. I have a cousin who does that. And I, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. We can get into that, but that's definitely uh, yeah. I have I have people. <laughs> the people. Yeah. What did you do before you mommed? So um, I'm actually still doing it. So I've I've worked in nonprofit for um, about 18, 19 years um, in various roles. So I started with a nonprofit organization that um, did K through 12 programs, tutorials, and after school programs was their major market. And so I was a staff. And uh, when I left there, I was a director. So went through that. And then um, my next nonprofit was in healthcare. And then I went into another nonprofit that worked with underserved youth um, and got them into Fortune 500 uh, internships. And currently, I am a remote grant writer for um, a nonprofit that has um, over 100 different um, branches. And so I work for two of them, one in Houston and one in Northern California. Oh, my gosh. How much time does that take? Like, how do you have time? I, you know, I mean, it, it, it fills up. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you sleeping through the night with the kids? So what's funny is, um, I, my, I usually get my work done at early hours. So between like three and six or 7 AM or I know, or after I know, or after they go to bed, but by then I'm usually just, I'm done. So yeah. yeah. Really early hours. Okay. So you yeah. just survive on not that much sleep so far. Lots of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yay, we're coming. Okay, so did the book idea, books, ideas, come from this work with youth or more uh, from your own children? Definitely from my own children. So um, 
I don't really know like where I would say the backstory would be um, when my son transitioned out of his crib into his big boy bed. So uh, we put, I put him down for a nap one day and I went to the kitchen and I hear mommy, mommy, mommy. And I was like, is he in the hallway? Cause his voice got louder. So I walk out into the hallway and he's standing there in the hot nap and he's like, no nap time. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And so I put him back in his crib and I said, bud, you can't jump out. Like, you know, you can't jump out of your crib. It's safety right there in front of me. He just kind of proudly pops himself out and he goes, no nap time. Like, cool. So, so we're doing let, this then. Yeah. Let, let's adjust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, fast forward, you know, that, that was, he's, he transitions pretty easily. That was his hardest transition. Okay. And through that, I noticed, you know, these, these big emotions in this tiny little person. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I had to give him tools, you know, um, I just, I saw him feeling things that he hadn't felt before, like fear, you know, abandonment, you know, I mean, these are adult words using them, but that's really, you could see that that's what he was feeling. And so, you know, I, um, taught him mantras and, you know, the three mantras that we still say, this is, you know, a year ago, but we still say every night at bed, I am strong. I am safe. I am loved, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, after it took about a month, but that just kind of calmed him down. And he just, he would say it to himself until he went to sleep. And so fast forward, um, after he was fine, you know, I had a few moms that would say, yeah, you know, uh, John or Mark or whatever is going through da da da. I'm like, you should try mantras, just give it a shot. And they would come, they would try it. And a week or two later, they'd be like, Cameron, oh my gosh, I tried the mantra so good. And we tapped into his emotions and, you know, I really just, I just talked to him. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of became this thing that I, I, I realized that, um, it's not, it wasn't just in my household, like parents, we, we need to know, um, these tools and we need to know how to talk to our kids about emotions because they're going to have them, whether we're ready or not. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah. so that that's kind of where the book came from. I just wanted to make sure that people had tools, the association with color, you know, children know colors. Um, and I don't think it's a secret. I'm not a psychologist, but you know, I think that there are, um, uh, emotional, um, connections to colors. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where the, the color and emotions came in. And then the overall picture is that I'm a spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to use poetry as the, you know, vehicle to kind of tell that story. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. So your book is called? My book is called What Color Is Your Day? Right. And give us an example of, can you offer So it would start as, what color is your day, my love? Is it blue? Is it green or gray? Explore the shades and hues you feel when you laugh or cry or play. Are you blue like a wilted flower that's waiting on the sun? Or does blue just make you calmly reflect on everything you've done? (sighs) You're doing it to me again. (laughs) Pause the recording, little Lori. Oh. I love it. So I picture picture you on a stage with like the video of the book behind you. So hopefully one day you can tell me, Lori, I said the poem with the video behind me. That's like what I'm hoping, actually. That is how I'm hoping it comes together, you know, where I can just kind of perform the piece and that the, you know, book behind me kind of flips through on pages or whatever. Yeah. 
so exciting. So when is the book coming out? So I think our timeline is uh, end of September. Okay. So we're soon. So right now we're recording mid-September, September 13th, 2019. Mm -hmm. So soon. So share with me some of the feelings. Share with me um, like before, during, and after if you can. Yeah. So this is interesting because um, as I am kind of prepping some of my presentations that I'll be doing, um, you know, at schools and in the community, I decided that uh, the presentation would focus on the emotional journey behind this book. I thought oh. it was quite fitting, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, and there's, there's a whirlwind of them. I think, you know, um, I've, and I say this humbly, but I've, I've always kind of been told that this is like a, a gift or a talent, right? And I think this is the first time in my life that I'm actually kind of seeing that, um, that it's, it, this is the first time that I'm finding my passion paired with, with work, if you will, because it's work, right? <laughs> and just seeing the love that can go into that. And it's just amazing. And it's, it's, it feels, I mean, it's, it's cozy and it's just, oh, I love it. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of pride in the work. My, my creative side is like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been this creative in my life all at one time in so many different directions. Oh, okay. Cause creative, I know like when it comes to illustration input, but creative, like you've been creative with your poetry. I've been creative with my poetry, but it's like, um, being creative with words has, has opened and seeing these illustrations has opened, you know, visually how I see my words on paper. And so I didn't even realize that I would, I would have, um, not even, I care for lack of better phrasing, but that would be something that I would find interest in or have input in, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I, I'm so detailed and, and focused on it and it just feels good, you know? And it's like, the other thing is I've, I am very confident in my decisions, you know? So it's like, uh, what's here and what's coming out here, I'm seeing it and it's coming together and I know when it's right. And I know when I've hit it, you know, and, and I think that's where a lot of confidence is coming in. It's just, I see it all tying together, you know, um, there's a lot of, uh, angst, you know, it's like, I'm a, I'm a very, I think a lot of creatives would say this, but I, I'm a pretty private person, you know? So it's like, you're putting a book out there. It's like, cool. Let's, <laughs> let's open with the floodgates, right? I mean, oh yeah. You feel so vulnerable. It's so much vulnerability. Um, you know, and part of that, you know, it just is what it is because I'm choosing to focus on the, the positive that may come from it, you know? Um, I think that it'll help. It. There will definitely. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you know, I think it'll help a lot of people. You know, I think, I think uh, there's a lot of children that need it, a lot of adults that need it, you know, families. So I think that it will, it'll touch the people that it needs to touch. Well, and I've had the privilege of reading your book. And so what's so interesting is things like red, it isn't necessarily anger. Like even my four-year-old says, forget why I think I was kind of, you know, doing the, what color are you feeling? Just trying to see yeah, how you yeah. think, but it was, he said, um, well, I know what it was. It was, they came home talking about the zones of regulation. So do you have that in Houston? No. Houston, I almost called it. Houston, do you have the zones of regulation? No. Oh, well, yeah. And your kids aren't in school yet. So in, um, in our school, 
board anyway they're doing the zones of regulation and it's pretty common in Canada I don't know about anywhere else but um I forget what yellow is green, green is green is good green is where you want to be red is like angry and out of control mm. um blue is slightly tired lethargic and yellow I don't remember this is in the classroom yeah, so it's a system and all the stuff that somebody came up with somewhere. I'm sure they're psychologists. And then schools have incorporated it. So the kids came home talking about, I felt really green today. And it made me giggle because I thought of you. And I was like, oh, and what does that mean? And then um, my 11-year-old piped up to my 7-year-old. He's like, you didn't feel green when I stole your scooter. You're pretty red. <laughs> so it was a very interesting conversation. And then the four-year-old and I were talking later and he said, I felt red when, I don't know, I yeah. felt no or something. But in your book, mm -hmm. it's not these typical sort of red equals angry colors, which I love because mm -hmm. we shouldn't have that, right? It's like the whole pink is for boys. Like we shouldn't have one color mm -hmm. meaning one thing. So I love that you say red is youthful. A youthful color. It's exciting and bold too. It is powerful and loving. It's a true reflection of you, right? And I, I think that's you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I anger, mm -hmm. and that's why I do ask my son. You know, I say when we start the day, I say, you know, Monroe, what color is your day? You know, and he'll say, this morning I think he named like four different colors. Like, you know, like we he's allow not necessarily it. attributing a color to an emotion or a feeling. That's he's right. talking about it in a way that he can represent it. That's so blue right. can mean a lot of different things throughout the day. Yeah. And it can change day to day, right? Yes. So yeah. he might wake up feeling blue because he's excited and happy, but he might go to go to bed feeling blue because he's tired or lonely or whatever it is, you know? And it's just a way um, to communicate about it. Mm-hmm. And love you it. know, yeah, you get, we also flip that question because, you know, sometimes I'll say, what are you feeling, Monroe? And he'll say, mm, I'm feeling happy. And then I'll say, awesome. What, what color does happen? What, what do you think of? What color do you think of when you think of happy? You know, and he'll say pink or, you know, lime green or whatever it is, you know, and cool. Like you you know? Tangerines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what he, oh man. Okay. So side note, my, my mom, um, always she does this voice for me and I'm always like mom why do you do that voice for me and she pointed out to me that I do my son's voice and she was like that's why I do your voice it's because when you were a little girl you would have this little like I can do it it's no problem in it and she's like that's what you do with Monroe you'll be like no Monroe I mom I can do it da, da, da. she's like that's the voice so anyway that's cute I think we all do that <laughs> a little bit I don't know that I'll still do it when my child you'll be aware of it i'll be aware of it now oh I'm, well yeah <laughs> definitely my own mom comes out my mouth yes often, so oh yeah yeah for sure does your mom come out your mouth all the time all the time and then i have to look at my husband and i like shoot him the look and i'm like don't you say don't, don't you do it <laughs> call me nancy yeah that's <laughs> that's like those are fighting words just back off <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, well, I'm so, so excited. Um, do you have any sort of parting words of wisdom? So you're in the process, you're not quite published, but like within the next week to two. So mm -hmm. for somebody watching who's maybe like, should I, shouldn't I, you know, the creative angst might be too strong for me. So should I, shouldn't I move forward? Do you have any thoughts for people in that space? I do. And my thought is absolutely move forward. My thought is 
get the process started. Um, and sometimes you don't even know what that means, you know, to use myself as an example, I did not know what that meant. I just knew I had an idea that could be something. And so I, I just started looking up authors that, you know, could possibly maybe be in that genre. And I came across one and I reached out to her on social media and you, (laughs) we are, you know what I mean? It was totally you, but it, you know, it happens that quickly and you were receptive and you know, it's like, that's how nobody, nobody could tell you that's not how the process goes. Right. Um, and so I was just 100% open and every step of the way I was, I was open. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, being open to, um, just creative ways to make your dream come true, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, I I really think it'll happen. And I think also just like staying focused, you know, carving out that time every day to just work on your craft, right? I mean, it's like a muscle, right? If you don't work on it, it's going to go to the wayside. So just, it's so true. So taking that time and just really, you know, working on it, finding, um, finding the joy, I think is so important. You know, um, everything isn't always, you know, sunshine and rainbows. And so, on those days where it's not, you know, I made sure to like, for example, if I was having trouble writing something or, you know, um, editing a certain part and I couldn't, I was having writer's block or whatever it was. I went back and I read, I I reminded myself how capable I am. And Mm -hmm. I read things from, you know, long ago. And I just reminded myself how long I've been doing this and how, you know, this is just who I am. So I'm not trying to have anyone else's voice. I'm doing what works for me you know, and people say it all the time, but I think I'm living right now. Um, I'm a living testament of just being true to yourself. I think this book is my voice. You know, I think this, this book is me as a mom and as a woman and as a friend, you know, and I, I just, that's my advice. Just stay true and, and move forward. Okay. So I'm just going to repeat what you said twice. Cause you said, so you said such good stuff. Mm. So one, be open to the process, however that might come, because it's not how so many people think anymore. It's mm-hmm. not write a story, get an agent, yes. shop it around to publishers. Like it doesn't have to mm. be that way anymore. That's probably the path of most resistance mm-hmm. now. So it doesn't have to be like that. And then consistency. Mm. So often, you know, there there is ups and downs, there is angst, there is highs and lows. And so many people just let it go for weeks or for months. And then they question, (laughs) why am I not successful? So it's, it's so important at every stage of the game is just to stay consistent. And I love the find your joy because definitely on those low days, (laughs) yeah, it can be hard to find. So thank you. Those are very wise words. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's have you back on in like six months. I love it. Okay. And then we'll see how things are going. I love it. Okay. Awesome. Oh, tell people where to find you. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. So my website is www.cameronwells.com. Um, C-A-M-R-Y-N wells.com. I'm also on Facebook. Um, it's at color play feel series. And Instagram, Cameron Wells author, and Twitter, Cameron Wells. Excellent. Thank you. And we'll put all of those in the show notes 
So anybody who wants to find you can track you down a little bit more easily. Perfect. So thank you. Thank you, my dear, for coming on with me. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you in six months. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening today, everybody. Leave a comment of encouragement for Cameron as it's only a few days away from her publish date and tell her it's all going to be okay. When you subscribe and review a podcast, it automatically boosts the visibility when people are looking for new things to listen to. So I would sure appreciate a comment, a review, a subscribe. It helps me out tons and I really appreciate it. See you next week, everybody here on the Writer's Way podcast. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guests information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out loririder.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.